0: Cobasetic Podcast, Episode 3, Talk To Me. Please, someone talk to me. I'm so lonely. <laughs> so lonely, someone talk to me. No, A24's latest horror film, Talk To Me.
1: You got to keep that intro. Please,
0: <laughs> please, talk to me. Please, someone keep that intro, please. So we just finished watching Talk To Me. There's a lot of people outside here. It's kind of tough to talk about a horror movie. In broad daylight. broad daylight. It's loud. It is a There's a lot of people. It's also like 2 p.m. on a Monday. But here we are. So uh, what would you think? Give it to me.
1: I thought it was good. And we spoke about this before watching this movie. I think A24 has a really bad tendency of overhyping, specifically their horror films. So sometimes, you know, you can go in with a lot of with high expectations because you're, you're, you're thinking you're going to watch the scariest fucking film of all
0: time and it ends up
1: being like just a scary F- like
0: yeah, we can make a list of A24 horror films that were horrorheads by themselves. They did that. They did that with The Witch really well. I mean, The Witch is a, is a good movie, but they make it seem like it's gonna be a horrific, like jump scares and shit happening throughout. But The Witch is a slow burn, like thrill, psych- psychological thriller. It's almost like thriller. a drama. And then also, um, it comes at night. It comes at night. Yeah, uh... Yeah, that will Also, the trailer make it can seem like it's gonna be something insane. Or even Lamb. Right. Lamb is a big one.
1: I think, yeah, I think A24 has, has that shitty tendency hyping their horror films specifically. I mean, I th- here's the thing. I think where A24 really thrives, aside from making, you know, great
0: films, some better than others. Their marketing. I think their marketing is yeah. just phenomenal. That's, where they, that's what they started off as, as a distribution company that was just amazing marketing. You know, they, they didn't produce their own content. They bought them at film festivals.
1: And they just really, and they just marketed the shit out of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that's where they thrive. Yeah. So I came in trying to like, compartmentalize that a little bit. Trying to like, manage expectations better for myself and having a better viewing experience. And then also trying to not think too much about the marketing, which I I tried not to look at too many trailers for this movie or too much of the marketing that A24 was doing. I just kind of try to like, stay away and then just go into the film and, and take it as it is because if i fucking gobbled up all that marketing shit i would have just been probably disappointed yeah so i was trying to avoid that at all costs i did the same thing so yeah i think i want to start with that terms of the film I, th- I thought it was good i think i honestly think it was a pretty refreshing take on kind of like the spirit demon genre and how almost playful they were with it especially during that montage where they're just I think there's a good. I think there's a good analogy to be made between that and drugs. Oh, definitely. And I think that's just kind of like what the. I think this this whole film is just a big allegory to drug abuse. I could be wrong. This might have not been the intent, but you know we've talked about this in the past about horror films reflecting certain times. So you, you know you look about slashers, you look about you know, and you think about the AIDS epidemic in, like you know the '90s, yeah. '80s and '90s, and you know you go back to like 1940s and horror films. You know the Universal Monster kind of represented like Hitler and. Mussolini and Stalin and you know right
0: like how it follows is about uh STDs in a sense
1: exactly it follows those that too in, in a more in a more contemporary way I think given the opioid epidemic in the past in the United States I mean this film is based in Australia but I think I mean the opioid epidemic is anywhere is everywhere anywhere and everywhere I do think that film is kind of talking about that and I think it was pretty it seems straightforward when they're when they're take when they're doing the hand thing during that like really fun montage because it just feels like they're just doing like bumps of blow or right or crystal meth or whatever you know and they're just going into this trance for like a short amount of time I, i did like that i did like that analogy i thought that was refreshing because usually in in any horror film you're fearing confronting spirits but here you're like letting them in and you're almost like having fun with it so that that aspect that angle i thought was refreshing I don't really know much about these directors, but I think this might have been their debut horror film. I know they, they did some stuff in the past. Yeah. I think they might have been short films. I think they they're, I think they come from you, too.
0: Yeah, they, this is their debut. Um, they've done a web series. They did a lot of web series episodes, and this is their debut film. Danny Philippou, Michael Philippou.
1: Since this is their debut, I mean, I think they were in pretty good command of their craft. And, yeah. You know, just the way they covered things and... Like, they're pretty well aware of like the importance of sound, especially in a horror film, and and even the aesthetic of 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 um, the spirits or the demons or whatever you want the devils that you want to call them in the film. I, I did I did like the execution. I think the sound design was fucking incredible, and um, the first shot was phenomenal. They, I don't think it got better than the intro, to be
0: honest. Yeah, that was cool. That was a great way to open it all one shot. It came up later on in the film, so it's not like it was just like this is one off.
1: No, no, I'm glad that they tied that up because I was like, what the fuck cares.
0: Um, but at some point it came, he came back. Yeah. At one point I was like, so what was that intro about though? And then like not too long after I thought that it's like, oh, that's where the hand came from. This kid had it first.
1: I think it wasn't as vapid as most horror films are now nowadays. I mean, I think there was an important aspect of like this girl's trauma of losing her mom and not knowing exactly what had happened and, and how it happened. And I think that that's, you know, it was, it was powerful for, for the most part. And dude, some of the fucking moments were gnarly for yeah, sure. Dude. Holy shit. When that kid keep like banging himself against the wall, I was like, dude, how much can like a body like a human body contain? That was well done. That was well done. The sound was good and it was like brutal. It was brutal and, and excruciating to watch. Yeah. It wasn't like I, I was kinda looking and I rarely do that, but I was just like also when he was taking his
0: eye out, I was just like, Ugh. Yeah, I was flinching. I was like, uh yeah. I was squirming around. It was it was well done.
1: All the performances were, were pretty good over, across the board. I don't think it's easy to, like, pull those performances off. Right. Because you, you really got to, like, fucking bring it as an actor. And then and the the twist was great at the end. I, I was like, fuck, that's what happened? That's insane. You didn't see that coming? <laughs> Not really. I was like, shit, that's kind of
0: wild. I saw it coming when, um yeah, well, she gets thrown in the street, right? Car crash happens, and then she gets up. She looks around, and, like, no one comes to her. She just gets up. And then it cuts to, and she's inside the hospital walking around. <laughs> my first thought was, like, did they let this girl
1: back in? Like, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. That was my first thought. I was thinking, she, by that point, I was already thinking she's, like, in her, like, dream state.
0: Yeah, I just, like, I just thought, like, she, what, she's back in now. No one, no one came to address her. And the fact that no one was paying attention to her, and she looks inside. The kid's all healed up now, and time has passed. And it's like, oh, okay, she's a ghost. She's haunting the hospital, wherever the fuck, you know, she's walking around. Her dad's alive, too. But yeah, I think it was cool, the, the way it's ended, kind of opens it for a sequel if you want. Talk to me again. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I, saw, I saw that coming. So but it was a cool way to, to cut to black.
1: Right, 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 right. Yeah, I don't really have much more to say. I thought it was good for what it was. I thought the angle in terms of uh, the concept was refreshing. Kind of like Don't Breathe, you know, the reverse home invasion, this is kind of like the reverse of that as well, where you're like, you're trying to seek the spirits to ride to that high. That was cool, It's fun. Now, Sal, talk to
0: me. Okay, I'll talk to you. So I thought the movie was all right. Like, I want to say it was just good, and I also want to say it was just meh, but I don't want to go that far for either end. So i land with, it was all right. But I do think the greatest thing about this movie was the conceptualization. Like how you said, like, it's kind of like this high. Well, what's really cool is that it's like this modern day version of the Ouija board. Some shit that kids say, like, dude. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. Let's fuck around with this, let's talk to spirits and they lay it out, you know? That's a really good way of putting it. It is it is the contemporary yeah. Ouija. And the thing what makes it really cool by it being contemporary is that it's a social thing for like, for videos, you know? It's a thing where you get together like, yo, let's film it. It's like a dare. It's kind of like a Ouija board. It is like a drug. Like everyone's passing it around and get, getting high off of it, but also-
1: Even the aesthetic, like the pupils getting dial- like, yeah. dilated.
0: Yeah, so it's a very contemporary conceptualization of these things we've had in the past, which is passing around a joint, passing around a Ouija board, or whatever it is, like, let's get together and just be fucking crazy. It's for like a modern audience, kids will do it, which I thought was really, really cool. Yeah, and the film was doing a great job of all that, all that, and then like, yeah, it hits, it hits a peak. It hits a peak with that brutal-ass moment, and that was so gripping.
1: Which moment, with the kid? Was it in Riley?
0: Yeah, Riley's moment but from there i think the narrative takes a huge slump it's it levels out in such a in such a way that i that everyone's trying to recuperate from it that i feel like the film never manages to match the engagement or the excitement or even the momentum as the first act i think from there the film is kind of just trying to find its way trying to find a its new direction It eventually finds its new direction and, and it being like the demons are now in the real world but I don't think that really worked that well for me because rules weren't set that well for that kind of new the new direction. No, it, goes. it
1: almost felt like the main character was just like somehow insightfully coming up with this shit.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, well, Horror films are all about great rules, you know? Yeah. Like or she was just
1: kind of like making them up as yeah. as it went. Uh, and then they were like, and it's also, they were good guesses. So it's just like, she was almost like the filmmaker. Like, oh, these are like, yeah. here are the rules that I just fucking made up.
0: Yeah, she was stumbling upon these these realizations too easily. And she's like, "This yeah. is what it's what it is," and it's like, "Well, greatest horror films they define the rules. Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, we can't fall asleep, this and that. It follows, had its own rules. Like this film, and there was a lack of rules that really shown in the, the rest of the film. Yeah, which is tough because it's all like just this slump where it's like, "I'm sorry, what do we do? I'm sorry, I'm sorry." The third actor is a bit of a more more. There's a plan going in where the sense that she's like connecting more with the spirit world and she's kind of she's getting guided by them and by her mom yeah
1: it's more like resolution
0: driven yeah but but still that moment the rules kept breaking or the lack of rules made it apparent and the part for me that kind of lost me was the the third act when the, the the demon mom said that's not your dad that's that's someone else and she's banging on the door he breaks in and then i thought wait so like demons are in the real world now, like how does that happen? Like no, she was imagining it,
1: yeah, but if so, nobody was banging on the wall but up until she was going crazy like she was yelling in her own room, and then the dad started banging on the wall, but
0: it was affecting her in a tangible sense where she was being strangled. no, well, she was on the floor, she was being strangled, but yeah. that also happened at the beginning though
1: cool like when the when the spirit like consumes you, so you know when you when you do the talk to me thing, yeah. I mean, it it does feel like when they put their head back, it looks like they're choking. I think uh, yes, I, and, yeah. and 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 they're moving certain ways and they're acting a certain way. But, so that's just the exact
0: same thing. No, but, it's not. Yes, it kind of. No, but it's just violence. No, no, it's that's a trance. And the thing is that the character, the the human in there, is not being participated in it. Instead, when they wake up from that, they're like, "That was fucking awesome." They weren't there for it. They experienced some other type of, like, you know, who knows where they where they went. So when the trance happens, they do, they do, they, they do feel some sort of emotion, some sort of that, but they are not conscious for that.
1: I see what you mean. It's kind of like a Fight Club type of. Thing.
0: I know. It just the rules aren't there. They're just rules aren't there. I know. I know. I, 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 Why was it trying to kill her? The dad? I didn't really. I didn't
1: really question. It's just the fucking devil. Bad, it's evil.
0: That's why I, I feel like what, what's the motive here of, the, of these demons and then later on they're trying to convince her to kill the kid Well, that's the mom saying that yeah, but also the old lady also
1: like yeah, what didn't make a lot of sense was like The mom is like a devil, right? So you would think that she's evil, but wasn't wasn't actually the right thing to take this kid out of his misery So the mom was like preaching
0: Something that's good even though. She's like the devil. Here's the thing. I don't know if it's the mom or not It might not be it literally might be... It doesn't a- matter what
1: it is. It could be like neutral. Right. It could, it could be like a fucking brick. Yeah, yeah. But it's a brick from that world. A brick? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's just... An- a demon. Yes.
0: A the- faceless demon.
1: Faceless demon. A brick. A brick. The devil brick. That's the sequel, bro. It's a it's a, it's a, a demon. Yeah. Telling her to kill the kid. Yeah. Right? To take him out of his misery. Kind of like, like the kangaroo. Right?
0: Just a fucking kangaroo. So
1: is that... Is she preaching to do the right thing? Because it feels like um, in the real world, it feels like you should euthanize this poor child. I was just
0: about to bring that up. So,
1: is the demon good in that regard, or is or is it, does it have an ulterior motive? And actually, if, if you kill the body, then the spirit of him will live on that limbo stage where everybody was like eating him.
0: I'm telling you, dude. Forever. The the rules. But you know what I mean? Yes, the rules aren't clear here because because that was a little bit like, well, is she evil or she's kind of nice? I hate having to talk about a film and be like, well, I think it's because and trying to define the character motivations for some shit that they did. Because a film shouldn't make you wondering like, why did they do that? Because when they, when, when that happens, it makes me feel like it was just like a plot device, that the char- the story needed to move, Right. the character did that, and then we're in charge of trying to figure out what the motivation was for that. Which, and that's just bad filmmaking, you know? It's just kind of like, shit happens. And I was trying to be like, why did that happen? Who cares? But if you think about it, it's like, well, then why? But I hear you. And I don't have an answer to that. I think that was my next point, saying that the rules aren't here. It's like- Why do you think the mom was telling her to euthanize the kid? I'm not gonna guess. I'm, I'm not gonna put that effort in for a, a, a film that wasn't able to define it. Because when I, when the thing is, I don't know whose side I believe. Are these all demons that are just trying to kill humans? Are they now kind of manifesting in the real world? You know, like strangling people, throwing them around in the rooms when there's like no one there? And if that's the case, like... Yeah, like, what's, what's the motive? Yeah, and then if, if that's the case, what if she just, her dad didn't burst in? Would she have been suffocated to death by her own thoughts laying there on the ground? You know, like, she just lay there and then movies over? The, it's so silly that the, that the demon was able to even, like, make himself look like the dad and come in looking like the dad. I mean, that, that doesn't matter, though. No. Like That one doesn't matter. The guy burst in, demon dad... There was no reason it for... was demon mom also from the beginning, I know, but the demon dad burst in. there was no reason to be looking like the dad, oh, because the mom was like putting putting the dad against yeah, but there's no reason why the why, why the dad had to look like him yeah. because when he burst in, we could tell it's a demon, like you weren't fooling anyone, you know what I mean? The girl had a conversation with the dad on the on the couch, which is really the dad. he told her yeah. committed suicide, yeah. she got up and then on the door like it's like your dad come in come in she's imagining that burst in demon dad when it's like demons can can demons take the form of humans now and if so well they can take the form of humans they've always they've always looked humans
1: they were all they were always anthropomorphized
0: yeah but they were they were souls they were yeah yeah, yeah, sure but they look like a human yeah because they are the human who died the little girl at the at the bedside yeah that was someone who died yeah uh the old lady in the chair uh i see wait a minute so but who the fuck was that demon then if it looked like her dad her dad's not dead is what i'm saying it just there's no rules you know like it's just like okay now a demon turned shapeshift into her dad the intentions of the demons yeah the intentions are, i was like the old lady i'm not sure why she had to take over the little kid's body riley at the end there and she's and she would just if she was pushing an old lady much sure. thought it was a he oh yeah <laughs> Bad do i don't know what that meant but you're right you brought up the point about why kill Why kill the kid? I don't know. Maybe the demon was trying to do some demon shit and said, like, kill, kill the kid now. Because it felt like the mom had, like, good intentions, but she's also
1: a devil. Why would the devil ever have good intentions? So it's just like, if the wrong thing would have been to kill the kid and the mom is saying kill the kid, I get it. But because it feels from the outside that you should euthanize this poor child, you know, and the mom is, is preaching that, then it's like, wait,
0: no, remember how you said like it doesn't matter what it is, if it's a brick or whatever? Yeah. It does matter what it is, because it matters if it's actually the mom or it matters if it's a demon whipping. It doesn't matter. It does. Because what he, what he's preaching,
1: what the demon face what the faceless demon is preaching is the right thing. So why would the demon preach the right? Because the greater good. They're a demon. Okay, why would the fucking on, demon preach on, the greater good, on, bro? Me, it's let, the fucking let, devil. Let
0: me back this up. Let me back us up. It really matters if, they're, if the demon is actually the mom or just a demon taking the form of the mom because... You
1: know, what do you mean actually the mom? It's never the mom. The mom is dead. How can it be actually the mom?
0: Because at the end of the film, the main character dies and she's actually the demon at the end. She's actually the lady shaking hands at the final scene because that's actually her. She's actually the ghost. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, so when you die, you, be, you get transported to the, the world. The devil world? Yes. Okay. So, but,
1: but it's not like, but you're still living in that world. Yes. In, that, in the devil world. Yes. You're not living in reality. Yes. So the mom is in the devil world. Yes. So it, so it, uh, you mean like it could be the actual yes. devil mom. Yeah. Mom, the actual mom in the world and not devil that looks like mom.
0: Right. Like devil mom with a mask. Right, exactly. So it matters that if that's actually the mom. I see. What you mean. Or it matters if that's it's actually a demon taking the form of the mom. Okay. Because then it informs hey. There you go, baby.
1: Let me let me let me get really close to the mic here. I got it. <laughs> there we go, baby. Right. So if it's the mom mom, yeah, then she would be preaching the right thing. Yes. And then yeah. the intention is the right thing. Yes. Yeah. But what I think, you're right. You're absolutely right. But that shit was never fucking explained. Exactly what I'm telling you, the rules aren't there okay, in yes, the film. Yes, I agree. That's but but you know what I think? You. Because of how she looks, you would think she's a devil as well. She's part of the devil world. And it's a devil mom with devil intentions
0: and maybe devil masks. Who knows, man? The thing is, and you could never could it could be either way. Because at the end of the film, the girl, the main character, looks like a demon too. She's fucked up also. You know, she's all scratched up. She looks scary as shit. If I saw her in real life, I'd be scared, you know? Um, same thing with that lady who drowned and, and she was sucking the toes, which was fucking the funniest shit. Which <laughs> was deep-throwing those toes. <laughs> She's gargling and fucking...
1: Very contemporary, with all the feet yeah. stuff going around. This came in... Some OnlyFans. Yeah, this fun. came in nice and timely. Yeah, but these people are demons.
0: Not They only look that way because it's a horror film, you gotta look scary, but that's the way they died, you know? And that's why the little girl that's sitting on the bed She looks like a little girl. She probably died from, I don't know, cancer. But then half of the people got, like, obliterated and burned? Because it's a horror film. They got to show crazy, you know? So they're not necessarily demons. They're just wrecked human beings who just got massacred when when they died, you know? Okay. The way they were buried was just wrecked
1: okay anyway the wait whatever it doesn't matter because this shit was never explained exactly
0: anywhere. what I'm, I'm the rules of this film and and the, the, the shitty thing about it is is that this movie is trying to discover the rules it's there's a mystery here like how do we stop this maybe if you blow up the candle do all these things it involves you the characters and yourself the viewer thinking like how, what is going on here how do we fix this and if you really think about it if they if, they, if you do what the film invites you to do is to think about this mystical fucking hand in the demon world you realize like it's a mess, nothing makes sense. It's just a horror film, you know? It's just a concept for horror film where scary shit comes in and goes into your brain and you see things and it suffocates you or it sucks your toes. And and also like, what are the rules there in the sucking the toes scene? Like she saw a, monster, a demon, but she was actually the demon herself that was sucking the toes. Like it, nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense, but it's all just good like fodder and good material, good, a good reason to show crazy scenes. You feel me?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think the sucking the toes scene was just, like, to upset the kid, obviously. No, I know. To create- to create, like, chaos. But- but- I'm-
0: I'm talking about in the demon- in the- in the worlds of the demon, like, how did that make any sense? Like, I get the reason on screen to be scary. No, I'm not saying Because the demon has just ill intentions. No, but how did the demon possess the girl to do that when she was standing by the bedside- Because What'd it's not- seem? because
1: it's like a Tyler Durden type of thing it like operates in a similar manner in terms of rules, you know, where you're like, you know how like in Fight Club, like he almost kind of like, sometimes looked at it from a perspective. No, like when he's talking with Marla is a good example, when he's talking with Elena Bonham Carter and it's actually Brad Pitt, you know, talking with Elena Bonham, but it's actually at, like, you, it, it looks like it's Brad Pitt, but it's actually at Norton. And that, this operates in kind of like a similar regard where even though she's out of body experiencing it, she's actually living it because it's all in her mind.
0: You know, I hear you. That's how it's operating. That's how it's operating. I know I hear you, but if that's the case, if demons can just possess her in that sense, then the film's final act wouldn't make any sense because she still has bodily control of her thoughts and instead the demons are persuading her to kill the kid. It's like, why don't you just take over the body? That's what I'm saying, like that scene, I get it why it plays out. It's like, it's a film scene, you know, it's a horror moment. But in the rules, in the rules. Oh, I see. Like, why not just like fucking carry the wheelchair and like just throw it out? If a demon can possess you to suck toes, it could possess you to, to go- To throw a wheelchair, to, do to do roll a wheelchair. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's, there's these moments that, if you just look at them as like a film yeah. scene, as a horror scene, you're like, ah, scary. But if you think about it, it as like anything else more than that, like the narrative, it was a narrative scene, as a, a scene within the larger narrative, you're just like, okay, so now demons could possess you while you look in the third, from third person.
1: Right. But then it doesn't make sense because what? Because the intentions are what's fucked. Like, you can possess it to, to suck toes, but you can possess it to, like, yeah. roll some fucking wheelchair. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. Also, like, pretty contrived how she just rolled that kid out of the hospital. Yeah. I, I forgave it in good time, but I, I won't forgive it here.
0: How she got away with the whole... Also because
1: it was Betty Safety.
0: <laughs> and also, you could imagine in good time, like, him being smooth and, like, you know, sneaking a kid out. But this girl is a demon-possessed... But yeah that's that's the big thing for me that it lost me it had me in the first act fucking cooked no it had me in the first shot yeah yeah the first shot is epic yeah it had me in the first shot and it had me all the way to the end of the first act when the kids in the hospital and then from there i i agree i was kind of dozing off a little bit Yeah.
1: <laughs> not like
0: sleeping not
1: sleeping but i was just like mm, okay i hear you yeah more of this more that more of this more that. because yeah. the first act is just So fucking strong, but it 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 was gonna go somewhere like this.
0: And then and then the way it ends, I I already knew. Um, she died and she became a a demon herself by the way she walks around in the hospital. I did like the last shot. The last shot is cool. It's a good way to cut to black, especially if you read that in the script. You're like, yeah, you're "Mm." like fuck. Close. You're like, oh, this is good. Yeah, let's finance it. Let's make this movie. Uh, I could see it. So I think the movie drops the ball. It could never, it could never finish what it started in the first act.
1: I think they, they should have simplified some of this stuff, or at least establish them, exactly. or at least either simplify it so that way we're not doing this bullshit guessing game, or establish the rules. Tell me what the rules are, and then we we'll just go. We'll abide by them, and everything will make sense.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think it needs to be simplified. I think it's already simplified. I think it's too simplified. I think what it is is that it's. It. They didn't take the time to actually explain the rules. Right, and also. I think what this film needed is someone- Like the characters are guessing the rules, so imagine if the characters are guessing the rules, imagine the audience. Right. I think what this film needed more than anything is someone at twenty four to be like, Wait, hold up. So demons can possess you, but then they influence you, and then are, is this really the mom or is this a demon mom? Right. And if so, who's this demon dad? Is that someone who's taking the form or is that the dad who yeah. died in a different reality? You know, like there's- but it, it all contradicts itself, you know? This movie, I, at the end of the day, I think it's just all right. I'm not going to say it's a bad movie because it's not. And I think it's a, it's more than meh because there are some shit that I think completely worked. I think the biggest takeaway from this movie is just the the scene where they're just going wild and out with the hand. You know, they're all just getting drunk off of it. And shit hits the fan where the little where the boy fucking destroys his own face. That was a big takeaway. You know, that right there is outstanding. Which is, a, which is tough because you know, that's just like, what, 10 minutes out of, out of a... Of a larger film? Yeah. I mean,
1: I liked it. it Couldn't be even worse. Yeah. Props to them for pulling... A, like, dude, a debut feature that you... You came out with this shit as your debut? It's pretty hardcore. Yeah. As first-time
0: directors, like... Well, I mean, I think A24 has a great rep of um, first-time directors. Like, Hereditary is a first-time film. No?
1: No. Didn't he do something
0: before? No, he did a short film. Oh. um, What's Up With the Johnsons or some shit like that? For a writer. That's a short film. It's incredible, but... Also, uh, Robert Eggers' *The Witch* was a was a debut film, right? A lot of uh, a24. Yeah, Robert films. Eggers is a freak of nature. A lot of a24 films are a great true, dip- true, true. That's so, true. So I think this is literally just a24 saying, "We got you. We got you know. We're make, we're, we're going to take care of you and make sure it looks good. We're going to get you a great DP. Uh, you know, like these are just young filmmakers with a great script and they're like this app. And they probably have like an interesting like vision and whatever. But yeah, I'm sure like a24 kind of holding everybody's hands here. Yeah. To making sure, like, the product, like, remains of, like, A24 quality. because yeah. they, they are EPs. You know, they are producers. Right, 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 right. And a producer needs to, you know, get their hands in there. So, yeah, it is is it it is a an impressive debut, but it's A24, so I don't know. I can't give it that much credit because A24 backed it, you know? So, yeah. Um, so, that's Talk To Me. So, what's next? Next episode is tough because it could be Gran Turismo. I'm not, we're not watching. That looks bad. That looks terrible. That looks really bad. It might be fun to just like, because if it's as bad
1: as the poster looks, and we all just sit down. You haven't seen the trailer? No. Okay. Is it bad? Yeah. Okay. So if it's as bad as the poster looks, and how the trailer is according to you, I'm happy to just come watch
0: it, and then we just destroy it after. Yeah, I, I'm cool with that too.
1: Because at least I'm trying to get something out of it, because I, I really feel like I'm not going to enjoy that film.
0: Yeah. No. Okay, yeah, you're right. Three things, Dylan's a fan. Number two is we could destroy it. We could have fun doing that. And the third thing is that it's the last film of the summer and this might be the last episode for a good while because the next good film to come out is in October. We're in early August right now. We won't have anything, two months, a month and a half. We won't have anything good to watch for a good while. We're on a good streak of movies right now, but it's summer. It is Mission Impossible, Barbie, Oppenheimer, this movie.
1: Yeah, and we already watched all of them. And then
0: we're dry. We're going to be dry. Gran Turismo is literally the last for the summer. Okay, I'll
1: watch Gran Turismo, whatever.
0: So, yeah, talk to me. All right, that's all we got. Catch you guys on the next podcast. It's look you up,